0: Bad. Yeah, it's been
1: yeah. good. good. to be back in the groove, doing a couple yeah. of ponds again. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so good we'll catch up with you boys second last week. Second yeah.
2: one of twenty twenty four. Yeah, pretty good. Well, yeah. last week it was interesting catching up on on you know, world events. Yeah, and shit that's been going, been going, on. going down. A lot, of, lot happening in the world in just two months. Mm. That we found out. Kind of, uh yeah. It's been what two months
0: was last yeah. week? Two months since our previous one. What went on?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, for those people that are getting back to us um, on Rooster. <laughs> we got to keep on introducing ourselves. Chris uh, Smithy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Um, you know who we are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're going to get stuck into some more health topics, eh? And and today we're going to start off with our first, which is an interesting one. Do you
1: reckon this yeah. is the most controversial topic in health that we've ever spoken about? I reckon. I reckon it is. Yeah. Nah, no way. Seed oils and those kind of things. Uh, are still, people are like... nah. You. Let me rephrase it. Like a lot of people have You know, me included. It's very hard for me to look at this from a fresh set of eyes. So, for everyone listening this week, we're going to actually talk about nicotine. I thought we were going to build it up a bit more. So, not smoking, not vaping, but the actual chemical substance, molecule, nicotine.
2: Well, when you say controversial, Smitty, um, that to me is—I don't—I haven't never really considered nicotine as a part of a health, Mm. as a health topic, other than negative
1: health uh, topics or or references. Um, exactly the same as you until. Well, actually, I looked at it a little bit when we did our nootropic uh, our nootropic yeah. episode last year. That came up a few times because yeah. a lot of people in the nootropic world use nicotine for its cognitive enhancing effects, yeah. which it certainly does have. Yeah. And I said, like, "Ah, that's interesting," you know. And then it was sort of kicking around in my mind, and then I kept getting these little things pop up in my world of people I follow, some of the more popular health uh, influencers that I just seem to bump into online. Were sort of talking about it a bit and. Prompted me to have a look and chatted to you guys about it, and here we are, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. Well, it's I mean, there's a lot of
2: um, brain benefits, isn't there? Like, you know, in oh. regard- we'll cover them, I suppose. But with regards to dopamine release and all that, and 100. Yeah. So is the, is the big yeah. issue on how we consume nicotine? Is that is that? The- do
1: you want to start with what is it? What is it? Um, so it comes from plants. So it's been used. Get this, for, since 6000 BC. That's when man started cultivating it. And obviously, history between six thousand BC and you know the current day is not continuous. But they know that's when they first started cultivating the tobacco plant, uh, and pretty much every indigenous culture, you know, sort of in the history of man, has used it and has revered it as a sacred slash medicinal uh, plant. Yeah. They definitely didn't go down to the store and buy a pack of Marlboros and choke down a pack of those every day, but they did use it on occasion yeah. um, for health or for ceremony. So in its plant form. So so <laughs> nicotine comes from uh, the tobacco plant. So it's a plant uh, alkaloid, and essentially it's just a you know chemical uh, molecule like any other molecule. Yeah. But it is naturally occurring, so it's not man-made. I
2: read I read somewhere that it's um, um within the nightshade. Group. So get this. Oh,
1: okay. Nightshades. So like
2: tomatoes. Yeah. Eggplants. Yeah. Contain nicotine. Yeah. I didn't know that. No. That was a bit trippy.
1: That's why I love tomatoes so much. You might be getting yeah. a bit getting addicted to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like right. so um, it certainly does occur. Exactly right. In yeah. the
2: Nightshade family. Potatoes.
1: Yeah. Potato- yeah exactly. Capsicum. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's um, I guess it's just a, well I don't know a minuscule amount would it be in those yeah those be, absolutely yeah,
1: yeah. nothing like them, you know what you yeah. find in um you know a, a dose of yeah, nicotine. Yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I guess it makes sense. There's got to be yeah. small amounts of, well, there's small amounts of arsenic in apples and you know yeah. things like that. It's not exactly it's like killing exactly. you. It's not yep. giving you a high. Yeah. Height, yeah. It's just
1: and anything. and also I think possibly the reason I don't know. I'm just speculating here. What might be in plants is because in higher doses it's actually used as a pesticide. Yeah. So you can use yeah. it as a pesticide to kill insects. Yeah. Um. So in the human body, and I assume the insect body, you've got um, you've got your cholinergic um. Mm. Uh, system within your central nervous system, so you've got adrenergic and cholinergic. So like adrenaline, so sort of like sympathetic and parasympathetic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and within your cholinergic uh, part of your nervous system, you've got um, nicotinic uh, receptors, basically, which is what nicotine yep. binds to. Yep. But you know, if you bind too much to them, especially in insects, it'll it'll kill them. So you can use it as an insect. So yeah. maybe the plants use it as a defense mechanism, yeah, or yeah something yeah. like that. Where yeah. if they start eating too much of it, maybe they overdose on. Yeah. You know, and I read kills on that- them or, or at least, you know, sort of pushes them away. Yeah. yeah. And going
2: down the conspiracy track there, I read that the, the US government banned nicotine as a pesticide back in, I don't know, however, however mm. long ago it was. But I guess maybe that was to, you know, remove a natural sort of pesticide
1: product. Yeah. And you know, your artificial yep. sort of mm.
2: herbicides and chemical pesticides. Yeah, imagine
1: if you could grow a plant, tobacco, which is quite easy to grow extract a natural molecule from it, yeah. nicotine, yeah. which can't be patented, of course, so yeah. everyone would have access to it at a very, very inexpensive price, yeah. and then you could use that to... As a pesticide. Get rid of insects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
2: Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah. Well, well, the other reason that this sparked my interest this week is because there seems to be a real attack on, um, not tobacco, but nicotine at the moment. So I'll say to you guys before we started recording, um, there's no ban on cigarettes in Australia or yep. around the world. Yep. No one's banning smoking, which is undeniably terrible for human health. Yeah. Um, but there is currently a ban coming on um, nicotine in in Australia. So a lot of people have moved to vaping, which I also think is very bad for you, yeah. so,
2: smoking. So they want to ban vaping in Australia? You, won't be, a, you won't be able to vape
1: nicotine at all. Yeah, so, right. so I would argue... Um, smoking is extremely bad for you vaping is probably bad but less bad yeah
0: but um, it seems like the jury's out on that too because it, it seems to accelerate a lot of the <coughs> issues that you have with your lungs mm. so you know you're getting emphysema you're getting because of the vape being a liquid mm. it's causing
2: a lot of liquid on people's lungs and causing mm. them a lot of issues earlier than and the nicotine is yeah. absorbed faster in in vaping than it is a cigarette. Yeah, supposedly, yeah, mm.
1: yeah. Um, but that'll be all gone, so you won't be able to access really nicotine.
2: So all these vape Legal. vape shops, all these Legal. cloud nines, and all that—you just be able to vape um, floral shit. Yeah, you no know how they give you flavors. flavors. Oh, I got a watermelon, mango, yeah. fucking
1: sorbet vape or whatever. Yeah, but it won't contain any, any nicotine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds
2: refreshing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it has been pretty hot lately. Jeez, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Mate, that's going to be devastated when he hears about that. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: loves
2: his vapes. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: they do claim to not have nicotine in them, some of them. Yeah. But I think that's a bit yeah. of a misnomer just to But they haven't it. even gone to the point of... Like, I
1: understand they're trying to curb um, adolescent vaping, right? Because yeah. it's a big thing. Like, every teenager seems to be... You know, I saw the documentary on Jewel and some of the other e-cigarettes that you guys probably saw, and it's probably quite addictive, so I get that they're trying to stop people who aren't smokers become vapors. but it seems like an extra step to me to the person who's smoked cigarettes for 50 years, maybe they're using vapes, which the science seems to say is maybe less damaging. I I know what you were saying and I agree with it, but I think it's probably still less damaging than choking down a pack of Marlboros or whatever. Yeah, because you have the
2: toxins and chemicals. Because the other toxins, yeah. Yeah.
1: 6,000 other toxins in cigarette smoke or whatever. Um, You won't even be able to access that from a doctor come the 1st of March, Ooh. 2024. So it seems like, to me, an overreach, um, or a step too far maybe, but yeah, maybe not. We'll probably kick it around a bit today. And
2: yeah. See what we've come up I mean, up. there's a lot of tax dollars to be made out of selling cigarettes for the government. Totally, but, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Maybe they're not getting that revenue through vaping. Mm. I mean, what's this? why would they, if, you know, teenage kids don't aren't just vaping, they're also having cigarettes. And if you're really concerned about teenage kids Consuming nicotine via smoking, mm. and you'd ban both of them.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I guess yeah. they are banned for under eighteen cigarettes, but they can still get them.
0: Yeah. Right. So a lot of biohackers are using them for their neurocognitive benefits. Yeah, which so there are heaps. It's, it's almost like a little microdose of harder drugs, so to speak. You know, they're getting they're getting they're not getting it from vapes. You can get them no. from. Chewing gum, you can get them from toothpicks, yep. infused in toothpicks, you know people hold them in their mouth. Not and, in Australia. Not in Australia, <laughs> no. Suck it off, can you, can't really say Ooh. that. Can Ooh, it okay. if you suck the nicotine out of the toothpick? Yep. But you know, those kind of things are ways that you can get it mm. that is not in a vape. And not, I understand what the government are trying to do because it is a bit addictive. Nicotine, oh, totally, oh, sorry. 100%. When I say yep. a bit addictive, from what I can gather, it's highly addictive. Mm-hmm the nicotine component um so i understand you know banning it in vape form and whatnot but is that how people will use it Mm. gum etc or
1: is that going to be completely banned too uh no so gums and um sprays and patches will still be available yeah um they're just infinitely more expensive than if you were a, a vapor and you yeah because there is a legitimate subset of the society who, you know, vape because they're addicted to nicotine, you know, old school smokers that have been yeah. doing it for a long time. Uh, and I think it could be a relatively inexpensive way for them to Wean not, off not, the not tent- go back or, to smoking yeah. or u- e- use it either as a, you know, adjunct to cessation yeah. or, or I can't get off it, but this is going to cost me five bucks a week and arguably less bad for my health rather than, you know, spending yeah. 150 bucks a week and whatever. So. So yes, go ahead, mate. Oh, but I was just going to say, but that's not really the part that interests me. The part that interests me is um, its utilization, as CJs that sort of touched on, um, in almost more like a microdose form for actually increased health. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That,
2: that's what I, I think I was going to ask you there. So, if you wanted to use this as um, to increase, as a, like a, a health protocol, would you yeah. would you use the sprays and the patches and that sort of thing? Is that how you would? Yeah. would that the medium that you would. Have it. Yep. Because it'd be pretty hard just to go and buy pure nicotine, wouldn't it?
1: Uh, well, it's can impossible you... after the 1st of March because yeah, um, right. the government has banned it. Yeah. Um, up till the 1st of March 2024 in Australia, you can access pure nicotine. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. So but... it will be only available via those other <clears throat> sort of things. Yeah. So, as I alluded to before, there's some, people, some quite well known people in the health, um, longevity, biohacking space who are nicotine sort of advocates. Yep. Uh, so a guy we've referenced before on the show, uh, Peter Atia, who's big into his zone two cardio and big into longevity, and yeah. um, you know he's written a book and he's got a uh, podcast and things like that. So he he himself uses it as a sort of cognitive enhancing, mood enhancing tool occasionally. Yep. Uh, he says he's used it for something like eleven years, on and off. I think he uses gum, uses um, gum. Yeah. You know some of the cleaner delivery methods where you're not actually consuming. Uh, tobacco, yeah, right. you know, and you're
2: not smoking it. So, is that when when you know um, the gum, and you know, you see baseball players chewing
1: the oh, tobacco. Tobacco. Yeah. Oh, right. tobacco that tobacco? That's chewing tobacco, that's actual tobacco, leaf that they chew. Yeah, right. yeah, so that, that's associated with like mouth cancers and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, right. but get this, this is the fascinating thing. So, if you go on to our good friends at the World Health Organization, oh, yeah. they've got um, big fans of them on the show. Oh, big fans, <laughs> you know, call out to Klaus and the boys, yeah. Daddy Klaus. <laughs> Uh, they've got a section which is devoted to, you know, your cancer scheduling. So you've got like a class 1 carcinogen, class 2A, class 2B. Yep. Uh, you know, so class 1 is like asbestos, yep. um, I don't know, lead, you know, like the really bad, the ones we know, tobacco smoke. Red r- meat. Alcohol. <laughs> yep. um, class 1 carcinogens, right? Yeah. Then you've got your class 2A uh, and 2B. Uh, something like uh, likely to cause and then possible to cause or something like that right um so yeah things like uh being a shift worker um being a firefighter going out in the sun eating red meat pretty much anything you can think of yeah is listed either class 1 class 2a or class 2b yeah uh guess what's not on the list c-dos nicotine oh mm. not known to be a carcinogen in any any form so so yeah getting back to it so some popular health influences so Peter Attia is a big fan of it supposedly Uh, Dave Asprey uses it for its cognitive enhancing effects Uh, both those guys claim to have been using it for about 10 years Ben Greenfield uses it as a workout enhancer which it does do I've got some studies which I'll reference later which shows it actually helps with strength and endurance um, Mm. in the short term and also motivation because you get a dopamine hit wow Um, Mm -hmm. but the key thing seems to be microdose it and don't use it every day yeah. don't start you know don't go and buy a 400 pack of nicotine gum and start chewing 20 Pound gums a day because yeah. after a couple of weeks you're probably going to be jonesing for your next <laughs> fucking gum yeah. but it seems to me it's one of those really interesting molecules where if you're clever about it yeah. and you wanted to get its um, cognitive enhancing mm. anti-inflammatory um, and a myriad of other effects which we'll talk about it, it could be an interesting little molecule for you to Examine, yeah, mm. yeah. Or, or, or biohack, a biohack exactly. Ooh. It's it's essentially a biohack. Yeah. yeah, So just to confirm, we're not, or I'm not talking about going out and smoking or vaping. Yeah. But if you can find a clean source of nicotine and you did your research and you're very sensible about it, it seems like there might be some
0: yeah yeah right. benefits which mm. we'll,
1: we'll delve into over here. So, I've, so those
0: slow release forms like gums, toothpicks, not in Australia, etc. Yep. They seem to be less addictive. Yes help people quit, Mm -hmm. give you those kind of things. So it seems like a fair benefit.
1: Yeah. So I think if you have a cigarette or a vape, it hits your brain immediately and you get like a massive dopamine rush. Yeah. And I think that's what people um, commonly get addicted to. Yeah. And also in cigarette smoke, there are other compounds which can make it even more um, rewarding they talk about the dopamine reward pathways. They add other chemicals into it. I think one of them is like uh, ammonia and some other horrible things and yeah. it does stuff to make the nicotine even more uh, uh, fast. Yeah, right. That big rush yep. which people chase. Um, but some of your slower forms seem to be um, quite non-addictive and um, there's been a lot of studies where they've used uh, patches, yeah. slow absorption patches, and no one reports any um, signs
2: of addiction yeah, or anything right. like that. So, my, what interesting I've, Some of the notes that I picked up here was um, that the nicotine binds only to receptors um, called nicotine acetylcholine receptors. Yep. Uh, and, in, and there's lots of those different types of receptors f-
1: yep. for different tissues. Yes. So that means that the Pretty nicotine- Pretty every organ in your body has yes. nicotinic acetylcholine receptors. Yep.
2: And, um, and each receptor creates a different effect yes. within that tissue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're talking about your brain, um, the, the, the molecule the nicotine binds to a subtype of receptor so you've yep. got all these receptors in every type of tissue you got then you've got yep. subtypes of receptors
1: yes. so you got like alpha 3 alpha 4 alpha 5 alpha yeah. 6 alpha 7 beta yep. all of those yeah, yeah. so it's in like your brain
2: it's alpha 4 alpha 4 beta 2 is yep. what it's called yep um and so that nicotine binds to that and the, and the side effect of that is things like an increase or tri- triggers a release of dopamine yep which is your you you feel good yeah. You know, um, that's, I guess that's why people have a durry and, yeah, yeah. oh, that feels oh, good. That's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I guess, you know, unfortunately they're getting it through a, a, a cigarette means. Uh, yes. Um, but I also read somewhere that release increases the release of dopamine, but decreases the release of GABA, which is, mm. so you're pretty much, if you think about your, your dopamine accelerator and brake. Yep. So. You know, your accelerators going down and your brakes coming off with yep. the, the decrease I doing both in GABA yeah so yeah exactly it's really
1: pumping that dopamine yeah um, yeah and um potentiated by coffee yeah right So like see a lot of smokers like to have <laughs> having coffee yeah. and a cigarette yeah right it's a big yeah you know big combo it's quite a big rush yeah, yeah. okay so a lot of riders and stuff like that creative people use
2: it as a tool yeah um, yeah okay yeah. yeah and so then you've also got um you increasing metabolism and decreasing appetite Yeah, so it can create, can can go
1: lead to weight loss. It absolutely does. Which is why a lot of people lead to weight loss, and they tried to sort of suppress that a bit because they didn't want women to smoke. Yeah. But in all the studies, um, it suppresses your desire to eat. Yeah. And also increases your uh, metabolism. Yeah.
2: So I think we just need to really make it clear that when we're talking about consuming nicotine, we're not yep. talking about having a cigarette. No, don't Absolutely. do that. would yeah, yeah, be something you know, stupid. Yeah, be the worst thing you could ever do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's just that's probably negating every little health benefit that, that nicotine can provide. Everything we've ever spoken about, if you go and buy a pack
1: of smokes, it's all out the window.
2: Yeah, We're talking yeah. about ingesting a, a pure form of nicotine. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And and then there are addictive properties to that even
1: even the purest form of nicotine oh, yeah. can become quite yeah. addictive because of that dopamine release. Some people are immune to it. So there are yeah. genetic variations where some people just don't ever um, have a nicotine addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there are some people who are quite prone to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like people with mental health issues are quite prone to being smokers. Mm-hmm. and think if you schizophrenic, like 60% of schizophrenics smoke, and something like 40% of people with major depression smoke. Yeah, yeah. And the reason is that, well, one of the reasons is that nicotine is a really good mood enhancer. Yeah. Um, so they probably chase that feeling yeah. of not feeling so down, not yeah. feeling so scattered. Yeah. And there's these really interesting studies where they go into uh, like psych hospitals, and a lot of psych hospitals actually encourage um, nicotine consumption or smoking because they actually see the benefit of it. Yeah. But if people... Encourage smoking. Crazy, right? <laughs> crazy. Surely there's another way. Surely Come. there's another way, exactly. Patch. Give them yeah. a patch or something. Yeah, ten patches. Um, but if someone in a psych hospital is a smoker, they have to increase. So, if they've got a baseline level of medication like antipsychotic medication, and it's at you know mm. their baseline, if they smoke cigarettes, they have to increase it from the baseline because mm. cigarettes actually uh, can antagonise the effect of those medications. Yeah, right. But if they don't smoke cigarettes, but they use nicotine they can drop the dose yeah. so it actually has like a synergistic effect right. which actually helps yeah, okay. yeah yeah right so it's a very interesting molecule but it's definitely a very potent mood enhancer yeah
2: and that got um, to, got me thinking about you know how when you when teenagers have a bit of trouble during their periods you know say mum and dad are divorced or something then they're going through oh, yeah. you know that that peer pressure sort of time mm-hmm. and yeah some some kids have a cigarette they, they start yeah. smoking yeah and so you sort of think well they're, smi- they're starting to smoke because it's get- giving them that dopamine feel-good feel. Makes them feel good. When the rest yeah. of their life around right. them is, is making yeah. them feel bad. There's so, got to be, exactly.
0: yeah, you're right. There's got to be something more to it than just being rebellious.
1: Yeah.
2: Because now our kids know,
1: but yeah. you still see a lot of teenagers getting into it. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. something as horrible as smoking. Yeah. I don't think anyone picks up their first cigarette and goes, This is great. Yeah. I want to do
2: this for the rest of yeah. my life, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you But know? you sort of can like, remember horrible. from ice from school, you know, the kids that started smoking were the ones that had some issues at home or yeah, they come problem. from a broken family or yeah. something like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, they didn't really have any sport outlets or anything. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, it definitely has
1: mood stabilizing, mood enhancing mm. um, effects. Yeah. So that's that's one of its you know yeah. interesting. And, and
2: what about um, like long term um, conditions sort of like, you know, diseases and and, awesome. and, so let me and syndromes. Off, I'm, I'm
1: going to list off a few things here that helps with, um, and then maybe we can dig into a few of them. So yeah. it's definitely neuroprotective. Yeah. So it reduces um, inflammation in your brain, and it probably plays a role in reducing Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Yeah. So get this: if you're a cigarette smoker. Again, we don't condone smoking, don't go and smoke. You've got a 40% less chance of getting Parkinson's disease. That's wow. if you're a smoker. Is that because yeah. you don't make it to that age? because <laughs> they're all Parkinson's. dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I have heard that before. 40% yeah. reduced chance. Yeah. Uh, Alzheimer's disease seems to be reduced again in smoking. So it's really hard, right, to go through all the literature, and I've done heaps of this because this has really sparked my interest. It's really hard to, defo- to divide... Smoking and nicotine. Yeah, almost every study talks about them like interchangeably. Yeah. So the title of a study might be nicotine's anti- and pro-inflammatory effects because it yeah. can do both in certain situations. Then they seem to interchangeably use nicotine and tobacco smoke. Yeah. So it's actually not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but some of the things that helps this so neuroprotective, mood enhancing can. Assist with uh, exercise, uh, like strength and endurance. Uh, Definitely helps with motivation, cognition, memory, focus, drive, attention. Um, Looks like it probably helps with energy production, NAD production from your mitochondria. Yeah, right. Definitely helps with, uh, or seems to help with mitochondrial uncoupling, so brown fat thermogenesis, which is associated with weight loss. Yeah. Um. There seems to certainly be some sort of link with reducing the severity of COVID. It actually reduces uh, the cytokine storm in COVID. Yeah, this right. is a so really I mean, interesting one. You mentioned yeah. something super about interesting, that earlier. we're going to dig into this later, and there's some really yeah. interesting studies about this. Um, it has both anti and pro-inflammatory effects, but it mostly seems to, in lower sensible doses, be quite anti-inflammatory. Yeah, so that's true. good with things like um, uh, arthritis. Um, food allergies, yep. skin conditions, um, a whole bunch of different things. Uh, it's an aromatase inhibitor, really good for guys, so it stops the conversion of testosterone to estrogen. Yep. So if you're a soy boy and you love your soy burgers, and you're worried about your man boobs, you can assist a little bit with uh, yeah, right. shrinking your bust, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and all the benefits for a man and a woman that come with having healthy testosterone levels. Uh, it assists with the end stages of sepsis, because again, that's a massive inflammatory storm where you get yeah. that cytokine type storm. Yeah. So people with sepsis. Um, what else? There was one else I wanted to... Oh, and uh, long COVID. So there's some really interesting, not only acute COVID, but long COVID seems to be um, benefited by um, not smoking, but nicotine use. Mm. Are there that's, any... Got to do with the binding of certain toxins to the nicotinic acetylcholine receptors. I can show you guys a bit of that right. later. So basically, a co- anti-inflammatory,
2: <laughs> a neural protector. Yep. Possibly in um, immune immune enhancer a little bit. I mean, if you're, yes, if you're reducing yep. inflammation, it can also.
1: Yep. No, there's, def- there's definitely a lot of studies that talk about immune enhancement. Mm, mm. Yep. So, any major side effects or like contraindications what people shouldn't use it most definitely um don't think about using it if you're pregnant or if you're breastfeeding that goes probably almost without saying yeah don't use it if you have cancer if you have cancer it can um it can promote uh the spread of it yeah but it won't won't cause cancer but if you have it so it does stuff with uh, angiogenesis like the making of new blood vessels it can encourage the spread of cancer so that was the major one that I saw was, yep. yeah. Uh, in high doses, but not low doses, it can give you gingivitis. Um, mm-hmm. In high, high doses, really high, it can make your hair fall out and make males not be able to get as hard of erections probably something you want to stay away from yeah, in yeah, very high doses yeah, yeah you want to be hard don't you um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's pretty good evidence to say that kids under about 25 probably should stay away from it because yeah. that your brain is still, still developing, developing at yeah. that stage yeah. and when you're quite young and your brain is more plastic uh, it can make you more susceptible to becoming addicted to nicotine yeah. later down the track whereas if you're a fully formed adult uh, and you don't really have an addictive personality and you've got good sort of word like uh, um, you know boundaries yeah you know you use it in a sensible way it's probably reasonably safe so to protect
2: like protecting the brain against Alzheimer's and
1: Parkinson's and all that Yep. is it obviously has
2: an effect on your like um your myelin sheath and your neural activity and all that sort of thing speaking of myelin
1: sheath uh, there's a use for it in MS oh yeah so I've got about 20 different studies here that I've uh, referenced yeah one of the most interesting ones that I've referenced, if people want to go and look at it, it's called Nicotine in Inflammatory Diseases, Anti-Inflammatory and Pro-Inflammatory Effects. It's a reasonably recent article, so it came out in uh, 20, I uh, got the PDF, it was like 2022 or 2023 or something. Yeah, Very right. recent. 20, February 2022. Yeah. Um, and it came out in an immunology um, journal. Ooh. but. So
2: February they would have had nothing else to talk about in immunology at that time. No.
1: (laughs) Well, it was massively interesting in the early stages of COVID. Yeah, I'm I'm Um, interested to find out a bit more about that, mate. Because that cytokine storm. So in COVID, like in Parkinson's, they spoke early about this smokers paradox, where smokers should have been more affected by COVID. And in fact, in certain populations were less affected by COVID. Mm. So people started scratching their head going, oh, it's a respiratory disease. Yeah these smokers should have poorer respiratory health and outcomes, um, but they seem to be doing better. So yeah. what's happening here? So a lot of studies started to look at uh, nicotine. Um, and yeah, they seem to find that there was, that um, sort of influenced that cytokine storm a little bit with some of us. So within your cholinergic uh, nervous system, um, there's a cholinergic anti-inflammatory pathway, which this seems to activate. Yeah, right, okay. so obviously when you get a cytokine storm that's a massive inflammatory pro-inflammatory storm and that seems to quell that a little bit so Ooh. yeah that was one of the interesting things but so in this article it talks about a whole bunch of things talks about its role in inflammation so helpful for inflammatory bowel disease uh, arthritis oral diseases skin diseases multiple sclerosis Sepsis, endotoxemia, acute pancreatitis. How's this one? Myocarditis. Uh, there's a whole paragraph on this anti inflammatory effect of nicotine on myocarditis. Um, mm. I'm not going to read it out because it's in speak that won't yeah. be compatible with this podcast, but you can go and read it if you want. I've given yeah. you the name of the study if you want to go and read it. Yeah, right. Um, very interesting. So. I guess that's why we're having a chat about it today, yeah. just, to, just to dig into some of this interesting stuff.
2: I'm interested um, when you mentioned that Ben Greenfield uses it as a, a pre workout mm. stimulant. Yeah, I'd giving give that a crack, yeah, mm. to see what impact that has on me pre workout.
0: Well, it might be good those days that you aren't motivated to get in there, you know. Yeah, have those so I think it definitely
1: gives you myself. motivation and drive, yeah, because you get that dopamine, yeah, it's associated with, um, you know, getting tasks done, and, yeah, you know. Um, single point of focus and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So it would maybe, be used maybe days be. when you're sort of yeah you know you're not feeling oh fuck I am yeah. not want to get in the gym I don't want to do you know whatever. Mm. Right? Give it a go.
2: Yeah, a bit extra focus. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'd, you'd have to go a patch, wouldn't Ooh. you? Really? Yeah. Or a patch a oral spray or
1: something. Yeah. The only drama with the patch is like they deliver quite a bit. Do they? Because they're designed to deliver it over. Either sixteen or twenty-four hours. I think the lowest patch oh. you get in Australia is like seven milligrams. Right. I think most of these guys are talking about like one to two milligrams. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. right.
2: So the patches are pretty
1: much for your yes,
2: cigarette addicts who uh, who need to come off. A believe. lot of the long yeah. COVID
1: stuff they used patches because they are trying to keep like a high. A higher dose of nicotine in your blood sort of all the time to try and flush things out of those receptors that are stuck on there so if you have uh, like a bit of spot protein or a bit of toxin or whatever stuck on some of those receptors the nicotine will bind to that flushing out the thing that's stuck on there and then your immune system will go and clean it up but uh, I think Greenfield uses uh, like a spray or gum or something like that okay. um, just as a one off like a quicker because mm. um, then you can only, you just have like one milligram kind of thing rather than yeah. committing to uh,
2: be interesting um, to know what the other um ingredients are of the, the gum um,
1: yeah. yeah i think they definitely have like some artificial sweeteners and stuff in them yeah uh, i guess every
2: now and then it's not gonna not gonna hurt you if you're having it just every, randomly you know well that's what i was sort of alluding to there if you if you're lacking motivation
0: you like to get in the gym it might be good to use once every now and then to give you that little boost to get in there yeah but Maybe you don't want to use it every day, I I'm not sure. I mean, you might get a little bit addicted, but if you used it as a bit of a hack to motivate yourself for mm. get in the gym.
1: I'll just study on So you can disorders.
0: just go to the local chemist and grab. Yeah, so that was um, going to be my next question. Do you need a prescription or do you need to go see the GP? And he says. You can buy the replacement things
1: at Coles. on the check it out.
2: Yeah. Is can, that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, you can go to the chemist and just buy that Nicorette brand Oh, yeah, okay. Gum. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll just find out how much. So it comes in 2 milligrams or 4 milligrams yeah. in the gum that you can get down to chemist. Because I think they say 2 milligrams is the amount that you
0: get from a cigarette, is that right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Yeah, Someone. I think it's something like that, yeah. yeah. I think it seems so to vary
1: depending on what strength of cigarettes and well, I've never been huge into the yeah. smoking game. Maxi but cigarette. I think you uh, can have yeah. sort of a lot or a little, but yeah, I think that's roughly. You yep. know for a smoking cessation I think people use like one piece of gum not they'd use a cigarette or something like yeah. that
0: yeah well that, that would make sense wouldn't it yep. the gum's two milligrams that's how much you get from a cigarette and it's kind of
2: giving you that yep. yeah. yeah yeah but they're even talking about having less mate, like those those health um
1: gurus they're talking about like one milligram yep so you can buy a spray which is one milligram Yep. I think you can maybe buy a one milligram gum possibly uh, I think overseas you can get like one milligram toothpicks. Uh, they're pretty clean because it's literally just a toothpick that's dipped in, yeah. you know, a bit of nicotine with some flavouring. They put like mint or something, yeah. mint, or they do like cinnamon, like I think, bourbon so one, or yeah. cinnamon or what, <laughs> <you> know, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you, whatever your taste may be. Yeah.
0: So we eat, are we we discussed <clears throat> nootropics previously. Mm. Would yep. this be would this be classed as a nootropic? Hundred percent, yeah, quite yeah. a powerful one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I've seen uh quite a lot of people like compare it to like some pretty high what like, hardcore stimulants like uh you heard of modafinil yeah, yeah yeah they reckon well, that's the caffeine and nicotine driving. is yeah, equivalent yeah. to modafinil in terms yeah, of its okay. cognitive enhancing yeah, effects and yeah, if they look go. at both rats and humans um, definitely seems to help with like focus and cognition yeah but it also makes your brain more plastic so i don't know if you guys listen to a human yeah. One yeah, talking that was about recently. nicotine. Yeah. And he has this famous story. He's told it on heaps of different podcasts. Of this professor goes into the guy's office and he's chewing on nicotine gum. And he's like, you know, what are you doing? He said, oh, well, this promotes neuroplasticity. So you know, you're going to make new connections in your brain, have more creative thought. Um, and I guess Peter Atia talks about the pluses and minuses of using something like nicotine, and he, he uses the analogy like. Are you stopping on the road to pick up a piece of gold or a one cent piece and are you going to get hit by a tricycle or a truck? So in other words, everything has some consequences <laughs> but does the good outweigh the bad? Yeah. You know, you're stopping to pick up a gold bar and a little kid might hit you on a tricycle or are you stopping to pick up something that's worth nothing and yeah. a road train's <laughs> going to slam and you're going to get killed sort of thing, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, mm. I don't know. It's very yeah. compelling for me. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what to do with the information or whatever, yeah. but um, give it a go. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, you know, as we've said a thousand times, you know smoking bad, but maybe nicotine is not so bad. Mm. And um, I just find it very interesting that the government is banning access to it yeah. in Australia. Um, sure, you'll still be able to get it from your pharmaceutical companies, but you won't be able to access the actual molecule yourself. So, yeah, uh, I think our friends, you know, Johnson and Johnson or Bayer or whatever, probably make all the um, you know, nicotine replacement things at great cost. Yeah. Because nicotine in its pure form uh, is very cheap. Yeah, well, I guess extracting it from a plant. Yeah, I think it's
2: you know, very, very little. So. Mm. So just looking at the Nicorette brand gum ingredients, um, yep. the active ingredient is two milligrams of nicotine. Yep. Do um, they make a one milligram one? Nah. Is it? Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. Uh, not even the spray. The spray comes in like I think it was thirteen milligrams. It's no, they definitely thing.
1: do a one milligram spray. Do they? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yep. Um, the inactive ingredients, flavours, glycerin, gum based, sodium carbonate, sodium carbonate, sorbitol. So,
1: some people know, are probably start. losing their mind over this sorbitol and stuff like that a little bit. Like some of the artificial sweeteners people don't like. but. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. But really, they're not
1: that, that bad. It's probably not going to immediately kill you.
2: No. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. Well, that's no. not too bad. It'd be interesting to give it a go. Yeah. Mm, I've never ever ever considered it mate you've you've brought something to me that I've no yeah when I was
1: young and dumb I smoked cigarettes like a lot of people not regularly I wasn't a smoker but I had been exposed to cigarettes I never particularly enjoyed them I never (laughs) particularly like picked it up as a thing that I wanted to make part of my life Um, and since then I've never thought about um, nicotine tobacco products but then it just started popping up in my little sphere of people I Listen to. Yeah, yeah. Talked about it a bit. Yeah. I said, oh, fucking Peter is talking about nicotine. What are you doing, you maniac? Yeah. <laughs> and then so I started Googling it. The more you Google it, the more you start, you know, Greenfield's a bit of a. He's out. He's, there. he's pretty out there. He's, oh, yeah, there's no surprise. Greenfield um, yeah. gets into the nicotine, helps him in the gym and helps him, you know, whatever. Uh, but then the more and more I searched, I just kept finding these little breadcrumbs. And I mean, we can link some of these studies in the show notes. I can flick them yeah. to you if you want. And people can have a link to some of these interesting reads. Um, Yeah, it seems to help with myocarditis, seems to help with long COVID, Mm. seems to help with not getting COVID because one of the things that the um, SARS-CoV-2 virus actually binds to is nicotinic acetylcholine receptors. So if you can actually keep those flooded with nicotine, it would get in through other receptors as well, but it could lessen your viral load. Yeah. I don't know, there's a few- Well, that's very interesting.
2: Nicorette's quickness spray, it says here it contains nicotine, 13.6 milligrams per
1: millilitres. Yeah, but it might not spray.
2: Probably needs to so be So that's, that's, the, that's, just, that's aerosol. the content in the whole bottle mm. you reckon? Something like that, yeah. It's got 150 sprays, so yeah, I guess you'd have to work out what you're getting per spray. Yeah.
1: I, I think I'm... Oh, yeah, sorry mate, you're right, right, nicotine, one, milligram. one
2: milligram per spray. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. So, um... That could that'd probably be if you wanted to try it out as a biohack f- before a workout. That would probably be your your fastest. So well, it's what's called Nicorette Quick Mist Smart Track. Um, yeah. Nicotine smart one milligram per spray. That I guess, track. taking it as a spray orally would be a faster absorption. I
1: think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean anything anything absorbed through your um, mucosa goes in pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but it's a very small dose as well. So. Yeah. I'd say to people, don't buy one of those and start squirting 50 down your throat every day. That's for right. <laughs> I'll go and get <laughs> one. <laughs> we'll, we'll, of time. Next oh, time yeah,
2: we go yeah, out, mate, we'll, we'll have, a, have a little spray. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I'd never really considered it. Um, I, you know, all the biohacking yeah. longevity experts talk about it. Yeah. And I kind of thought, oh, it's, you know, the cigarette thing. Yeah, I've been so polarized to so hate or it, or like yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's been demonised, hasn't it? Nicotine is demonised because was it's associated and I was with... Kid and I hated it. I hated yeah. my yeah. dad
1: smoking and I was always trying to get him to stop. And oh, same. Yeah. hatred yeah. of tobacco uh, companies. Yeah. 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 Mm, but...
0: Very interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Give it a go. But thanks, for Smithy, yeah, for bringing that to, um, well, awesome. yeah, well,
2: to our attention, eh? Yeah, it's an interesting that
1: one. If people are interested, there is a lot of literature out there. You've just got to sort through what is smoking literature and what is pure... Nicotine molecule yeah. literature. Yeah. there's a thousand, there's millions of articles on um, tobacco-related nicotine exposure. And there's few on pure nicotine. Yeah. And there's even fewer on pure nicotine in humans. They do a lot of studies on rats. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one of the things. In animals, if they give them nicotine in their drinking water and they expose them to sunlight, uh, they don't get it burnt. There Why? are. Because an anti-inflammatory effect on the skin. So, oh, yeah. shit. Have a mm. control group of animals and a, you know, nicotine-infused mm. group of animals, yeah. and they get less sunburn. Jeez. Wow, yeah, that'd
0: be good. It's good
1: mm. for Australia. Mm. Yeah, That's And I guess year. if
2: anyone wants more information, if they are listening to podcasts like Huberman or, yeah. or even Peter Attia's podcast, Peter Attia's got
1: a very good AMA on it. Um, yeah. there's an interesting mob on uh, YouTube. Uh, I think they're called the Global Forum on Nicotine. Or something like that um, so it's a whole bunch of doctors who I listened to a really fascinating one and it was this doctor talking about giving elderly people with uh, mild cognitive impairment nicotine and the dramatic improvement in their quality of life Jeez. cognition I mean if I was old I'd be slapping on a bloody patch if I was starting to go a bit gaga and yeah. what, what do you got to lose yeah yeah, yeah.
2: In conjunction with a lot
1: of other things. In conjunction, exactly right. I'm not saying this is not the only thing to do, but it could be one useful tool, especially if someone's quite um, sedentary and unable to do a lot of other things that take more effort. There might be a little thread you can pull to sort of help a little bit with um, reducing the cognitive impairment. Uh, Like in Parkinson's, it seems to reduce uh, tremor and help restore movement. Um, In Alzheimer's, it seems to help with cognition. It seems to help to get rid of beta amyloid plaques, which are a big part of Alzheimer's dementia, mm-hmm. um, seems to reduce neuroinflammation, so yeah, mm. that's interesting. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's all demon, I think it's got bad sides, I yeah. think it's got good sides, but I think maybe used in the right way, it would possibly, yeah. that the bad, but maybe not. And
2: sorry, I missed that um, question, the answer to Jonesy's question about the nootropics, is it considered a nootropic? Oh yeah, yeah, right, inter- yeah. 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah cool. You were researching. I was researching patches and oh, yeah. gum. Yeah, I'm milking my hands, yeah,
1: yeah. Already <laughs> addicted.
2: Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's just worth having a having a go and see if it has any sort of mm. effect. Yeah. yeah, might help with my Tourette's. I read somewhere it helps with um, Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Dun,
1: dun, fuck, fuck, Ashley,
2: go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bad. lot of people say it helps with ADHD.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's more like uh, anecdotal reports yeah. for people online and stuff like that.
2: Mate, I reckon we'll have to put those report that um those studies that you've been
1: referencing yeah, well, yeah, in the note tape because um yeah. they uh people might be interested in just looking up that, that research. Yeah, most definitely, yeah. yeah. I wanted to find this one I had on um, exercise, but I don't. I've got so many bloody studies here.
2: Because if you just put in nicotine in a normal Google search, you're gonna get your mainstream Bullshit associated with cigarettes, pretty much, aren't you? You're not yeah, going to get It's really hard.
1: I've spent a lot of time on this because I felt really, um, uh, I felt really like I had to really research this one to the nth degree because yeah. it's so divisive. Yeah. So I thought I really had to defend myself a little bit. So I really went down the rabbit hole on this. I spent a couple of weeks sort of researching it, which is why I, I apologize I haven't shut up for this whole. No thing. mate, it's good. It's good. There we go. Effect of transdermal nicotine on exercise endurance in men.
2: Yeah, what did they say about that?
1: I'll see if I can briefly give you guys the, um, the purpose of this study was to determine the effects of nicotine on cycling endurance, perception of exertion, range of physiological variables. We conclude that nicotine prolongs endurance by a central mechanism, possible modes of action are suggested. I'm going to have to go right into the study to get the actual results. Yeah, right. they would have given a dosage of nicotine prior to that
2: exercise. Uh, now These guys are
1: wearing a patch.
2: Does it how seems before? like they
1: cycled for longer and at a higher intensity level for the same perceived exertion when they were using nicotines. So they had about a seventeen percent had about a seventeen percent increase over placebo on their power output on the bike for the nicotine group.
2: Yep.
0: A lot of those exercise science studies use RPE, don't they? Rate of perceived exertion. Perceived exertion, yeah. A, it's very, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a bit of a, yeah, subjective, subjective yeah. sort of marker. Mm. You know,
1: oh, how how you're feeling. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and I guess if you're getting a massive dopamine hit, you're feeling woohoo. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what we use. Yeah. VO two max, cadence.
0: Well, cadence would be one that would be influenced by dopamine. Feeling better, can go harder. VO two max. There'd be a lot of
2: variables to that though, like fitness levels, you know, leg strength, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you'd
0: think yeah, they'd yeah, be I'm going saying, in yeah. all
1: being the same sort of I don't know if they used elite Yeah, swipers, I think it's maybe spot. they average it across groups and yeah. they get two groups that are fairly similar in yeah. their VO two max ratings and stuff like that and then possibly sort of and yeah, then they just sort of Yeah.
0: But yeah. that yeah, that would be interesting to Ooh. dive into that one.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, these studies are a bit yeah. of hard work sometimes. you got to cut through all the jargon and all the... these a lot of abbreviations. Yeah. there's a lot of three-letter acronyms. You know, oh fuck, what that one, mate? Yeah. You they, go back and work that out. And, and they
0: abbreviate their own stuff. Yeah, so all the time. And you don't know what that abbreviation is unless mm-hmm. you read the introduction. Yeah. The very first time they use it, they abbreviate it, and then they don't yeah. talk about it again. You go, what does V-R-O-S mean? Mm. You know, mm. that kind of... Yeah. For example. And then you got to go back and work out what it is. All right. Well, should we close it yeah. off and go out and have good. a smoke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my popcorn? <laughs> Smoking a coffee. Yeah. It sounds pretty yeah. good. Yeah, but that was a very, very interesting topic. Like you say, it's, it's quite controversial. Yeah. Very. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. But it might be, might be good to test it and come back and yeah, see. Yeah, you in a of wonder of weeks. why it
2: controversial though? It's a, it's a natural product. It's grown. I think it's just being. So is, we, so is marijuana yeah. isn't it yeah. mm. but
0: you know I think being linked to cigarettes is yeah. probably the yeah. controversial yeah. factor yeah. and yeah. Then, it then being used in vape products yeah. makes it yeah. addicting yeah. our I, teens and all that well, sort of stuff which is definitely bad and I guess that's what vape companies are doing is they yeah. know that it's an addictive compound they are then using it in their vapes to get people yeah. addicted, buy more It's it's more of that mm. what we got rid of with Cigarette smoking—they're now putting it into vapes, saying, "Well, vapes are—they're—they're more—not
2: more—they're they're better for you." Yeah, but are they? Mm. They might might t- uh, go on fire in your pocket and burn a hole in your leg. But, you yeah, know, you know. see the
1: footage of those things? Yeah, like, like you explode every now and then. Yeah, Jesus. Well, yeah, mate,
2: there's—I saw a photo of this guy; half his, like, in you know, thigh was missing. It just got, oh. blew up in his in his pocket. Jeez. And he got third-degree burns and had to get skin grafts and shit. But yeah. well, they're everywhere. You know like people use them
0: discard them you walk down the side of this yeah there's
2: yeah half a dozen
0: of them just thrown away the packets are thrown away yeah. the rubbish that it's creating because yeah yeah you know they have whatever Yeah, the new is. cigarette butt yeah mm. and they're everywhere and they get crushed crushed by cars and there's this uh, yeah anyway plus
2: you've got lithium batteries in there as well haven't you
1: back in, in Idaho, we yeah. used have smoke
2: yeah <laughs> yeah we <laughs> yeah. <It's
1: that> <laughs> off we just went dirty cigarette butts everywhere yeah, yeah. seagulls going around with them. <laughs> cigarette button in their mouth thinking it's a chip or something <laughs> <laughs> alright get
2: good uh, the air guitar eh? Right? yeah it's yeah, been a yeah, while it has been, been a, a while been a week yeah. yeah since we've
0: heard the air guitar Oh, well, just in general yeah.
2: in general we're just
0: building up to it aren't we yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. alright good work time, lads
2: good chats thanks for that Smitty that was great put those in the show notes mm. yeah I'll Flick definitely us an
0: email link some stuff modern ancestral man well. at gmail.com now we're back into it and good stuff